Hi there, my name is Pav, and along with Jacob, I'm one of the hosts of the Top of Off podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to us have a chat about cricket and make fun of each other in the process. As a reminder, you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Hello and welcome to episode six, already episode six of the Top of Off podcast. Um, And this episode is our first episode that is not directly related to a cricket match um and it's the first one where we won't be talking um about the day's events of of, of a test match um and instead we're going to bring you a beginner's guide to cricket so we've this is this is um the, the background to this episode is that we've had a lot of um messages and we've had a few requests from 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 some of our fans that they like the tone of our podcast they like all the banter um no, not 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 abuse, just banter. <laughs> <laughs> we will explain that joke as well because we keep making it, even though it's not funny anymore. Um, but we will explain that joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So so we've had a lot of messages saying we love the tone. You know, we love that you know, how you guys get on and everything. Um, but we don't. We sometimes we don't actually know what you're talking about um, because we're not. You know, we, we we've not watched much cricket before. Um, and but but it's something we're really interested in, and it's something we'd like to get into. So they they you know we, we had requests from people saying, um, would it be possible for you guys to do a introduction sort of thing and it, to 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 give us an introduction to the game and to give us a, an indication of why you follow the game and what 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 you enjoy about the game. Um, and we said we could do that and we can go one further. And if you guys send in questions to us. Um, we can then read those questions out live on air and answer your questions. Um, and we've had we've had a really good response. Um, we've had a, we have we've had a good few questions sent in. So we will get to that and we will get to um, responding to people's questions. Before we begin that though, it's a very important date today, the day that we're recording this, and it's the 14th of July, um, and that is it marks exactly one year since England won the Cricket World Cup. Um, and even that, we, we, we'll get into our memories of the World Cup win and what we were doing during the World Cup win later on as well. Um, but it's, it's really important for us. And it, it, it's, it's a great coincidence that we've, um, that we've ended up presenting this beginning, uh, you know, beginner's guide to cricket episode um, on, 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 on the anniversary of the World Cup win. So it, it's no, great um, pr- Pretend we planned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is planned. It's planned all along. <laughs> um, before we before we crack on, um, and we will do this reminder at the end. Uh, I, I seem to have taken on the role. I do a few PS, uh, PSAs at the beginning. <laughs> Just a couple of quick announcements. The major one is um, you may have seen on on Facebook and on Twitter. We posted about it. We have an actual real life professional cricketer, real human being, yeah. professional <laughs> cricketing person coming on our podcast on Thursday to talk about day one of the second England West Indies test. That will be Maya Bouchier, who plays for Hampshire Southern Vipers. And crucially, I omitted this in the last uh, podcast by accident, England Academy. Um, she's a future star of the women's game and, and we're really lucky to have her on. So please tune in um, if you have any specific questions for her or um just want to say hi tweet us using the hashtag toopod or send them into our social media we'll make sure that uh, she gets them and, and we can read them on air and stuff hopefully 
if she agrees, we should have possibly some time to to ask her questions separately to the the test coverage. So um, that's that's fantastic. It's a, it's a really big thing for us. So um, yeah, thank yeah. you, Maya, as well. It, it should be great. It's shaping up to be a great episode. But anyway, on with the introduction to yes. cricket. Let's go. Um, let f- first let's just explain the the banter no abuse joke because yes. we keep yeah. making it really. <laughs> That is a reference to something that Australian head coach Justin Langer said in Amazon's fantastic cricket-based series, The Test. Um, Go and watch that, by the way. It's really good and is actually quite good at explaining a bit about cricket and and where the Australian team are at. Australia have previously had a bit of a reputation for being a bit nasty on the field, being occasionally abusive. So that's what Justin Langer was talking about. Uh, We'll just have banter, no abuse. <laughs> and so... They've got a reputation for being a bit overly competitive. We'll put it that way. <laughs> so that, that's why we keep making that joke. Yeah. Anyway, now let's get into it. Yeah. Um, anniversary of the World Cup. God. Wow. I know. It's, it's been a year already. <laughs> a year what already. A day. <laughs> what a day. Uh, what shall we cover first, really? Right. Um, so I was thinking we would cover first... Um, why we love love the sport and what first drew us into cricket you know what 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 got our interest up okay well for me personally actually I've I sort of had an interest in it from a relatively young age I I played it at primary school a bit I wasn't very good I'm still not (laughs) I, I played a bit um and it was sort of on in the house my mum's a a good cricket fan she's not an obsessive probably not as much an obsessive as I am now but she she likes test cricket and she watched it I found it a bit dull through my teenage years I never really understood it and actually appropriately enough what really got me into cricket and made me an absolute nutter about it was probably the events of a year ago today and and a few weeks before the the world cup last year I I watched every game pretty much. I just got involved with it. And now I'm mad about the game and you know, I love it. Played my first game, a club game in seven years yeah. the other day. And it, it's just, it's a fantastic game. And, and people have this horrible misconception that it's, it's boring. And it, it's really not. It's just unfortunate that because it's such a technical and eccentric sport, it's it can be impenetrable sometimes. So if you don't have a, a technical understanding of the game, it can it's not entirely watchable. Yeah. But if you if you take a bit of time, listen to cricket podcasts like ours, introduction to cricket <laughs> podcasts, um, learn a, a bit about the rules, get a bit more of a technical understanding of the game, you can really learn to appreciate it. And and it's once you do, it's such fun and it's such yeah. an amazing game. Definitely. Um, How about you? So mine, my interest in cricket. I mean, I've always had a bit of an interest um, because surely I mean, not coming from a South Asian <laughs> family. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so yes, yeah, so I'm from a South Asian background. So cricket's always been around. Um, for for and, our listeners who who don't know, uh, Southern Asia, India and Pakistan in particular, is the global hotspot of cricket yeah, in this yeah. world. More yeah. than England, more than Australia. They are mad about it. It's, it's, it's almost a religion, there. Yeah. Um, so it's always been around um, at home. 
um, and and in my area. Um, but I've I was never that interested in it, and I my interest had really started when I sort of was about thirteen or fourteen. I started getting interested in in the IPL, um, the, the Indian Premier League, which is like the biggest. Uh, T20 competition in, in, in the world. So it, it's sort of the biggest short form cricket competition in the world. And it obviously, as, as the name suggests, it all happens in India. Um, and I was, I, I, I was really sort of, I, I used to watch those games and I used to be interested in it then as well, but I was never gripped. Um, I used to watch the games really because basically all of my friends spoke about it at school and it was a big topic of discussion. Um, so I thought, well, let, let me see what this is about and, you know, let me follow it. So I got something to talk about. Um, and then really my, my proper interest started two years ago now, two and a half years ago, um, when England, the, the England cricket team went to Australia for the Ashes series um, in 2017, the end of 2017 and the start of 2018. Um, and, and the Ashes series, for, for, for our listeners who don't know, is sort of the biggest competition in test cricket it, it happens between england and australia um every two years um and it's and it's happened since sort of the, the 1870s um and it is it, it's a huge series and if you play for england or australia or if you're a fan of england or australia winning the ashes is one of the biggest things that can happen um to either of those teams um so there was a lot of hype about the ashes uh, a couple of years ago um and i saw a post that the bbc were going to do live commentary of the ashes and obviously that that's their test match special show um which is their sort of radio commentary of, of all the test cricket matches and so i thought well let, let me give it a listen and let me see what it's like um so i gave it a listen and i found it really interesting actually and obviously i didn't understand what any of the terms were um but i found it really interesting and i found i you know even though i didn't understand much i knew that it was a very technical sport and i knew that it was really sort of um it was it was very uh, strategic as well as a sport and it was, a, it was a massive test of endurance. So I thought, well, this is interesting. Um, and, and then I started to follow it a bit more. I, I listened to all, to, to all of the test matches then. Um, I followed the commentary. I, I watched some of the videos. Um, and and I, I read up on some of the terms that I'd seen. And, you know, I just gave him a quick Google and stuff if I didn't understand anything. Um, and slowly I sort of found that I, I was getting more interested in it and I was getting more knowledge about it. And then, and then, yeah, that, that, that takes us to now where now I know um, a decent amount about the game, um, or, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm really interested in it. And obviously, yeah, interested to, to the extent that I'm hosting a podcast about it. Um, but that's really where my interest started from was the IPL um, when I was about 13 and then the Ashes Tour in 2017 and especially the BBC commentary of it because it was great. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think that's that's very interesting how we've differed in our, in our approaches to it but both of us similarly kind of when we were younger didn't have too much interest yeah. and then later in life well I say later in life later into our teens yeah. and found it um also about kind of having to to stick with it a bit we're both as we can see rugby fans yeah um and also American football fans and I yeah. find particularly American football as well as similar to cricket in that it's kind very strategic. To, you kind of just have to watch it. Yeah. And I got into American football by just watching it and yeah, you kind of pick yeah. up the rules from there. And so I think cricket is a, a lot like that as well. You, It may not be the most interesting to start with, 
but if you kind of want to get into it and see what it's all about the best way to do it is just watch it yeah definitely um your mention of the ipl though brings us on to our first listener question okay um we did guarantee that they would all be anonymous unless asked otherwise so this one will be anonymous an anonymous listener um (laughs) writes in asking us to just explain a little bit about the different formats of the game because um obviously we use the words test t20 odi stuff like that and it's kind of one of those things which you just expect people to know um but obviously people who don't like cricket and aren't into it don't really know this so just a short explanation of the different formats of the game and and how they work and how they're different um so test cricket is the first it was the first form of the game um when it was originally sort of formalized as a sport in, in in the late 1800s um and test cricket you know test cricket games can go on for five days and there's no limit to the number of overs that you can bowl so so there's no time limit on how how long you can bat except for that five day limit um and obviously that means that matches are very drawn out and they're very um you know they they can take a long time so for 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 the casual sort of person who watches and the, the casual spectator it can be very hard to get into because they go over five days um and and then in, in, in the 70s, uh, people realized that, well, a lot of people are being turned off by the fact that test cricket is five days long. So let's try and do something else. So then they came up with ODI cricket, which stands for One Day International. Um, and as the name suggests, it happens in one day. Um, and and, and with, with, with ODI cricket, the, the main difference from test cricket is the time limit and also the fact that there's a limit on the number of overs that are bowled. Um, and that's how just, you get the time. Just quickly explain what an over is, even yeah. just, just for our, yeah. our very newbie listeners. Um, so an over is a set of six balls. Um, so a bowler will bowl six deliveries, you know, so, 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 so they'll have six throws at the wicket, basically. Um, and, and those six balls are classed as an over. And, and you use overs as the main form of measurement in cricket. It, so that measures how long games go on for. Um, uh, that, that, that's and sort of the simplest each over so overs after a bowler has completed his six balls then another bowler has uh, an over and then they can alternate for a bit and then the bowlers will change so um and then as we were talking about in, o, in ODI cricket I think it's a limit of 10 overs per bowler there's yeah. no limit in test cricket and then in T20 it's a limit of five overs per bowler I think and we'll yeah. go on to talk about T20 cricket um, yeah, so so ODIs um, have a limit of 50, 50 overs for each side. So each side can only bat for 50 overs. And it's however many runs you make in that 50 overs is then your score. And obviously then um, then you have to stop the other side from getting the same amount or, or exceeding your total um, in, in, in their 50 overs. Um, so it shortens the game to one day. But then uh, recently, in the last 20 years, they established an even shorter form of the game which are called T20 cricket. So T20 stands for 2020 cricket. And as the name suggests, instead of being 50 overs, that's only 20 overs. Um, so it's shortened even further. So instead of taking a day to complete, like an ODI game would, it takes just uh, you know, about three, three and a half to four hours to complete. Um, and ODI cricket is the most lucrative in terms of the finances. T20. Oh, in, yeah. T20 cricket is the most um, lucrative in terms of the finances. And it attracts the most money. And that's what all, all the major leagues around the world are T20 leagues, because it's, it's that sort of game that's 
built for people watching it. You know, it, it's the same amount of time as, 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 as other spectator sports are. So it's built for, you know, you, you go out for an evening to watch the game and you don't have to follow it for five days. You know the result straight away. Um, or you don't even have to follow it for a day. You know the result straight away. Um, so these are all the different forms of cricket. Um, there's different sort of opinions about each form. So some people will say that test cricket is the only, uh, the only pure form of the game. And the other two forms are sort of aberrations of that. And other people would say that, well, you need, and, and, and I would be included in this, that you need all three forms of the game to make it viable because you need to have an option for everyone. Um, you know, the, the people who like stay, you know, um, following things for five days, they all watch test cricket. Um, the people who want to do things short and, 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 and want to know the result within a day or within three hours, you know, for them, T20 or ODI cricket is, 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 is the right thing. So there's all these different types. So for when we talk about um, poignantly today, the anniversary of England winning the World Cup, that was the ODI World Cup, which England won last year, the 2019 men's. Cricket World Cup, which is the 50-over ODI World Cup. There is also the um, T20 World Championship, which was meant to go on this, uh, this year, year, but has obviously been pushed back because of coronavirus. And then there is something called, which is actually very new, called the, the World Test Championship, which is not a, a kind of single block competition. It, go, it takes place over a two-year cycle of test matches and certain points are awarded for winning test matches. Yeah. That's so, a bit more technical than we need to get today. Yeah, but, but, but the main thing is that there's sort of world championships in each of the forms of the game. Um, so, so every form of the game is represented. Another key difference is, um, and another technical term to explain, is the number of innings in a game. So yeah. an, in, an inning is in cricket, similar to if any of our aspiring cricket fans are baseball fans, it's basically the same as, as an inning in baseball. An inning is effectively a team's innings is when they bat or bowl. So, for example, in test cricket, there are four innings because each team bats twice and bowls twice. Yeah. Whereas in ODI and T20 cricket, there are only two innings because one team bats and the other team bowls, which is the first innings, and then the team that was bowling bats and then the team that was batting bowls, which is the second innings. Whereas in test cricket, each team does that twice over the five yeah. days. Um, also, now, we've got to keep up with the times. There are modern variations on the game, even shorter formats, which are now being played professionally. So there's recently been introduced T10 cricket, which is effectively the same as T20 cricket, just 10 overs each rather than 20. So it takes an hour and a half. And then in England, uh, was set to debut this year, but obviously pushed back again because of coronavirus, is a new competition called The 100, which is rather than um, T10 or T20, it's 100 balls for each team. So it's 100 ball innings, and they changed, quite controversially, the length of overs to 10 balls, so 10 overs of 10 balls for each um, yeah. team. So each team faces 100 balls batting and each team bowls 100 balls. So that's kind of the format of cricket for those who don't ne haven't necessarily yeah. heard it's, about it's, it's important to state, though, that the, you know, the, there are these even shorter forms, um, but the main three forms of the game that you'll find everywhere in the world are Test cricket, ODI cricket, and T20 cricket, and, and, mm. and they're, they're the big three, really. At the moment, yeah.
Um, yeah. But the, these new short formats have have just really started being played professionally at a yeah. high level. Um, another listener question. Actually, okay. let me just get it up on my <laughs> phone. Rob has asked us if I can just find it. Yes. Um, and I looked into this actually for him when he sent it in. First of all, now that we've talked about innings, what is the shortest innings in terms of time um, that's been played? So I, I actually did look into this and I'll get the results up for you. So there, there are a couple of answers to this, really. Yeah. The, the shortest, I, I'm, I'm, I've taken a bit of liberty with the question just to talk about each of them. The shortest test match ever was in terms of time of play was 50 minutes that was in june 1926 england <laughs> versus australia at trent bridge only 17.2 overs were bowled and england uh, finished the test match on 32 not out uh, for none in their first innings um before the the match was abandoned however in terms of balls bowled it's the first test between the west indies and england funnily enough in Jamaica in January 1998, when only 10.1 overs were bowled and England uh, scored 17 runs for the loss of three wickets before the match was abandoned because the pitch was deemed to be too dangerous because it was prepared in such a way that the the ball bounced very unpredictably. And it really, it, it's hard to explain without going into the technicalities of pitch yeah. maintenance and how that affects the ball. But if you look it up on YouTube, it's the test, first test, January 1998 at Sabina Park, Jamaica. You, you can see that it's just not suitable for playing a game of international cricket on. Um, however, to take the, the question even further, the shortest test completed innings where the match wasn't actually abandoned was in... 1924 in Birmingham, South Africa versus England, it was only 75 balls long and South Africa were all out for 30 Oof. in 12.3 innings, in their 12.3 uh, overs, sorry, in their second innings against England. Um, no. They went on to quite obviously lose that game. So in that, that's a completed innings where the match wasn't abandoned, all the team batted and they just got out very quickly. So uh, thank you for that, Rob. That's, I hope, an answer to your question. The other question he asked was, why do uh, cricketers wear white? And that, that actually is a bit more of a complex question than, than it's first yeah. seen. Um, so, cricketers, um, uh, so cricketers traditionally um, would wear white in test cricket. And, and they still do wear white in test cricket. Um, but I think before we start answering that question, if, if you watch ODI cricket or T20 cricket or, you know, any, any of the shorter forms of the game, um, uh, um, you, you'll see that they're not wearing white. And that's because in, in ODI and, and T20 cricket, it's, it's now become, you know, because they're more exciting, more flashy forms of the game. Um, they, they, they wear all different colours of, 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 of kit. 
um, and to have spo uh, sponsor logos on the kit and everything like that, um, which obviously doesn't happen in test cricket because it's meant to be this more traditional form of the game. Um, well, to, but I don't actually know why they wear white. Well, I, I will explain. But to put into perspective how rigid test cricket is in its uh, kind of being stuck in tradition, I think it was only this year or last year that they started putting names and numbers on the back yeah. of test cricketers shirts and that was extremely controversial because we in the cricket world are all very <laughs> very sad and we care about these things but effectively the reason cricketers read test cricketers wear white is is threefold first of all it's because it's a summer sport and white kind of light white kit yeah. reflects the heat best it's loose it's relatively light fabric it, it's just meant to be more comfortable you don't want to go out there in a black t-shirt and black trousers because it'll absorb all that heat so because it's traditionally played while well, you wouldn't know it in england because <laughs> it rains all the time but around the world traditionally played in a hot parts of the world and b in the hottest part of the year um they yeah. wear white second is because it contrasts well in test cricket with the red ball um, we should actually we, we will come on to the balls in a minute we'll explain those but it, in test cricket there is a red ball which is kind of well on our on our podcast picture that's what you can see yeah that, that that's but, a picture of our logo yeah. yeah so that makes the red ball the most visible if everything around it is kind of white and the final reason was just it was meant to look kind of distinguished and gentlemanly and a nice clean pressed white shirt white trousers it's sort of a sporting version of white tie and tails. It's just yeah. meant to look more distinguished. Obviously, with scruffy boys like us playing the sport <laughs> these days, it, it really doesn't. But I mean, those I mean, are the three reasons cricketers wear white. You'll see a lot of why Test cricket does the things that it does. And a lot of the traditions from Test cricket are because it's traditionally been, and when it started, it was a very upper class sport in, in, mm. in, in England. Um, and that's something to remember so thank you rob for that question um but now that we've we've talked about that i want to talk about the balls a bit the difference <laughs> in the formats between the balls yeah. um there are effectively three main types of ball in in cricket one is the red ball which is test cricket um the white ball is t20 and odi cricket so they use a white ball and then they use a pink ball for a relatively new invention, which is a day-night test. Traditionally, uh, test matches start at 10 or 11 in the morning and finish about 6 or 7 in the evening. Um, but recently, particularly in India and Australia, where obviously primetime television and so on has now become a thing and fans want to watch their sport in the evening after getting off work and so on, because obviously test cricket is a, is a weekday game, um, they invented the day-night test where the action will start about two, three in the afternoon and go on till about nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And so it gets a bit dark and the red ball isn't always visible, so they use a pink ball for that. Um, I'm, I think the white ball for use in ODI and T20 cricket is also to do with the fact that ODIs go on into the evening and, and T20s yeah. are often played in the evening in primetime television slots. Yeah. So the white it, ball it, is it's the most seeing possible. it in the light. Yeah, and, and, and also this, with this came with, in before day night tests with, with the white ball as well. It's because 
um, I think I think the other reason the white ball is used is what we spoke about with kits that obviously T20 and ODI kits are different colors, but they're never white because that's a test kit. So a white ball, you know, will contrast with everything and it won't, it won't mm. blend into people, you know, to, to the color of people's kits. Um, so, so that's why they, that's why they use the white ball. And then the red ball is used in test cricket. I don't know why it's red. Um, that's that kind <laughs> of an interesting question in itself. But the, the key differences between the balls is the way they move. Um, there is this magical force in cricket called uh, swing where a hundred different factors can affect it. Cloud cover, humidity, whether the floodlights are on or not. But effectively, for some reason, the red ball, and this is why you constantly see cricketers rubbing the ball on their trousers, is they're trying to shine it. And if you shine one side of the ball um, and then turn that side, say, away from the batsman so if i'm holding the ball like that the seam is straight on there then the shiny side is this side the ball in the air will move this way our listeners can't see this if i hold the shiny side facing towards my left the ball will swing left in the air and that is most pronounced with the red ball and less so with the pink ball and least of all with, with the, the white, white ball. ball yeah yeah so that's really the difference but that's again that, a lot of that is uh, getting into the technique if, if you know if we go down yeah, that, we, we get into the technicalities um and probably uh you know for, for, for anyone who's a beginner um uh you know it's, it's probably best just to just just to stick with that you know red balls are used in test matches um pink balls are used in day night test matches and white balls are used in odi and t20 matches um yeah i right. have a, a listener question from Excellent. matt um, and Matt, um, to give him a shout out, um, was actually one of the guys who gave us the idea for this for this episode because he he said I enjoy the podcast and I enjoy the banter and everything that you have, um, but you know obviously some of the terms that you use are lost on me. And Matt said, you know, I, I, he said himself that I, I want to get more in, you know, in, into cricket and I want to learn more about the game, um, and that's that's one of the places we came up um with this idea from and he's actually sent in three questions um so the first question that matt sent in is that i'd be interested to know how cricket relates to similar sports like baseball uh well to, to answer your question matt um very quickly and succinctly it's better <laughs> um, i would agree i would agree cricket is is quite di different to to baseball of course the ancestor of baseball is more rounders um, so they, they kind of come from slightly similar but different um, places. I'm not a baseball fan, so I, I kind of can't appreciate the, the finer points of it, which I imagine is very similar to cricket. But I find cricket, I've been to a baseball game live in the States and I, I've watched a few of them. I, I just didn't get as excited by them. And, and I, I felt that it seemed like there was less that could happen. Um, and because of the the way the the scoring works and so on, it it doesn't have what say Test cricket has of it could be a a win, a tie, a draw. Oh, we must explain the difference between a tie and a draw. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I I think in terms of similar sports, cricket has such a passionate and 
far more global fan base than yeah. pretty much any other sport. What what people don't realise is cricket is actually, I think, the second biggest sport in the world. Yeah, after, I, 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 after football, it's um, it's the second biggest. Yeah, because of how passionately it's followed, particularly in in the south southern Asian region, you know, India, Pakistan, but also um, Australia. New Zealand, mm-hmm. South Africa, um, even the Caribbean as well. The main sport of a lot of Caribbean islands is cricket. But I, I think some Caribbean. ridiculous number in the millions of people are are fans of Test cricket in in India and so on. So yeah. it is actually a huge global sport, which is kind of neglected as this ugly third child between football and then whatever national sport you have. Yeah. You know, American football, baseball, um, yeah. rugby here. So it it really is a a fantastic and and widely loved sport but people don't often see that but But there are some there are a few technical differences between cricket and baseball and yeah as 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 jacob pointed out um uh that i think baseball is more related to rounders um cricket doesn't really have much to do with baseball in terms of similarities um uh, but obviously, I don't know as much. I, I don't know enough about the technical aspects of baseball to, to get into what the differences are. Um, but but there are quite so, there are some quite major differences. Um, so Matt's second question is: How good is cricket for exercise? If if you play, oh, it's fantastic! It's yeah. it it is fantastic for exercise. Um, even if like me, you can't stay in long when you bat. Uh, <laughs> what what people don't realise is actually just how how you know bleeping tiring it is yeah it is a massive exertion and um i i can just tell you from from my quite limited personal experience when you when you bat you've got all this heavy kit on you've got your helmet you've got your pads it's hot and you've got to run 22 cricket pitch is 22 yards it's uh i don't know how much that is in in meters but it's but it's about 20 meters or something like that is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. Because that's huge. No, let, let, let's actually have uh, a look. We've got, we've got Google here. Let's have a look. Other search engines are available, of course. But um, it, it, for, for our non-metric friends, it is 22 yards. It's a long way to run, actually. And, and yeah. you've got to do that over and over and over. And it, it's, it's a lot of running. And then um, if you're... If it, you're is, it is 20 metres in length. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then if you're bowling... Um, it's it's hard. It's really hard, yeah. especially if you're a, a fast bowler. I bowl I bowl mainly spin, but I have bowled fast, and I had to stop because of the exertion on my body, particularly my knee. Yeah. Um, it it's physically extremely demanding. Even fielding, you know, you get yeah. knocked on the hands, and the, the ball can hurt. It's it's tough. It's a tough sport. It's very yeah. good for exercise, though. I I played a cricket game on Sunday, and. I, I, I honestly, um, I lost two kilos just from doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly it is, it's, probably, but it's great exercise um, because you, you know when you're bowling, it takes a lot out of you because you imagine you're running in and, and you know and, on, and and in essence you're you're chucking the ball but over and over again. Um, and obviously when you're batting as well, it's not just you don't just have the weight of your body. You've also got this bat that you're swinging around, you know, and, and bats aren't very light things as well. So, so you, you have to be used to swinging them. Um, unless you, unless so, you so, have mine, which is a child's bat. <laughs> yeah, that's because um, your height, though. Yeah, that's because I'm, I'm uh, five foot six at an optimistic <laughs> glance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so it's, it's really good for exercise. And obviously, 
um, a lot of people think, and it probably does put some people off, is that, you know, they, they, the thought is that, oh, you're just standing around all day, you know, it doesn't seem like that much exercise, but it actually is very exerting. Um, and it's, it probably is the same amount of exercise as, as any other sport. You know, if you played rugby or you went for a run, you, you know, it, you probably would exert your body, obviously in different ways, but to the same amount. So, so cricket is really good for exercise. I can um, tell you, I can tell you personally, I've played a lot of rugby. Yeah, same. The yeah. day after bowling, even five or six overs, you, you're as stiff and as painful yeah. as as yeah. you as you do you are when you play a good rugby match. So, Definitely. but yeah. but it's part of the game and it's a fantastic part of it. So, oh, it's a brilliant part of the game. Yeah. Thank you, Matt, for that. What's your what's his third question? Yeah, so Matt's third question is something about the history of the sport, if possible. So he wants us to give a a bit of a rundown on the history of the sport. Um, and um, this is. I, I think a bit difficult. Can I just I, I think Matt, the best way to answer that is between test matches and between test series, we will do kind of little episodes, special yeah. episodes about yeah. the history of maybe particular nations cricketing yeah. history. So, you know, we'll do one on England and the West Indies after this. Just little profiles on on the nation yeah. explaining basic bits about their cricketing history so i yeah, just listen out for those we don't we really don't have <laughs> enough time to get into the um, history of um, cricket well, i think i think one of the first one, one of the few things we can say now though is that cricket is probably one of the oldest major sports um in that the first recorded um and and, and, and i know this because i actually read this um but the first the first recorded um mention of cricket as 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 as, as, as the word cricket um, in, in any document ever is, is from an old um, English document um, from the mid 1500s um, so it's really old and obviously it took a few hundred years for it to to, to become the, the the form of the sport that we know today but the origins are from then so it's about yeah it's about 500 or so years old but thank you very much for your questions Matt yeah. I have a couple from Will who has uh, very kindly messaged into us he's he's got a few um, Two of them are quite generic, but there's quite a specific one he wants to focus on first, which is a bit technical. Uh, who do we think is better, James Anderson, England fast bowler, or Dale Stain, uh, South African fast bowler of extreme quality, both? Um, so who do we think is better? They're are both, we biased? We, we are very biased. Um, but I think, I, think, I think the way to answer that question is they're both very, very good cricketers. Mm. Um, they both do different things. But if we want to, if we were to compare them, you know, like um, compare them a apples to oranges, um, I think I think the key statistic is that James Anderson is the leading wicket. He, he holds the record for number of wickets taken internationally um, by by a fast bowler ever um, in so, so, in Test cricket. Yeah, in Test cricket. So so um, he's he's taken almost five hundred wickets over the course of his career, which is a huge amount. And no more only, than. 587 now 587 yeah almost 600 wickets over the course of his career um, um so yeah. so they're both very good cricketers uh, but they're both a different thing but in terms of my 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 assessment and, and and my view and obviously it is biased as an england fan i would say that james anderson given that he's one of the greatest england players ever um is is is, is better i i think dale stain's a fantastic bowler um and he 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 was very kind of dominant for, for quite a long time but I think just 
if you look at basically kind of everything, you know, longevity, yeah. uh, skill, wicket-taking ability, statistically, and Anderson's better. He's England's yeah. all-time ODI wicket-taker. He yeah. is the all-time fast-bowling um, test wicket-taker and fourth overall test wicket-taker, the, the other three being spinners. Yeah. Uh, Shane Warne, quite a famous name, is second. Um, interesting trivia fact for, for those of you who want to impress your your friends with your new knowledge of cricket. Leading <laughs> test wicket-taker of all time is Sri Lankan off-spinner Mutia Muralitharan, commonly known as Murali, with Murali, exactly yeah. 800 test wickets. Yeah. Retired, got his 800th wicket in his last game for his last wicket. So, But yeah, I, I think just on that specific question, I, I've got to go with Anderson near 600 yeah. wickets in, in over 150 test matches. It's a spectacular. Unreal. Yeah. Um, and really, still taking really wickets good. at 37 yeah. years old. And yeah, that's, that's the other thing is he's 37 years old and he's still taking wickets. Um, the other yeah. two questions. Um, he yep. wants to know our opinion on the greatest batsmen and bowlers of all time. Uh, if we had to pick one, it's a bit like our star player segment at the yeah. end of each uh, day's test cricket. Yeah, that's it. Um, my... my uh, my, my view for greatest batsman of all time would be Donald Bradman. Um, um, yeah. You know, it, it has to be Don Bradman. Um, he, he is, you know, for, for, for you guys who are, who, who are very new to the game, Donald Bradman is probably the greatest batsman of all time. Um, so it, we measure batsmen in terms of averages. So how many, what, what, what their average score is um, each time they bat. And most averages, most, most good averages are around 40 or 50. And, in, you know, for, for a very good player, um, you would say they have an average of about 40. Um, so some of the best players of, 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 um, of our time have been averaging around 40. And, and the best player currently in the world, um, or, or one of the best players currently in the world, is Steve Smith um, of Australia, who has an average of 62, which is um, far higher than almost anyone else in the game. Um, you say that, and, and, and 62 is like the benchmark. You know, that, that's, that's really high. Don Bradman have, has an average of 99.9. Um, yeah, he's seriously high and, and better than almost anyone else, who's, or, or, or better than everyone else, period, who's, who's ever played the game. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I am, because while the great Sir Donald Bradman had a career average of 99, uh, only interestingly, not a hundred because he, he failed to score a hundred in his last game. Um, but I think, again, just just if you look at the numbers, I'm going to have to go with Sachin Tendulkar, um, yeah. very famous Indian batsman. Yeah. For those of you who are new to the game, basically, um, if, if you want to take the equivalent of in a heavily Christian nation, God and Jesus, and transpose them onto India you probably have Sachin Tendulkar and current captain Virat Kohli. Yeah. Um, that's kind of, you know, I, <laughs> last time I was in India, he, they were on shampoo ads. They were, you know, he's, yeah. he's the David Beckham of India. Yeah. Um, that's the level of superstar we're talking about. And he, he played over a hundred test matches, I, I believe. Yeah. And while he didn't have such a high average as Bradman, he scored thousands upon thousands more runs than him in his time because Bradman only played, you know, a couple 
tens of test matches. Yeah, and... he had um, Bradman. He, he played it. He played a decent amount of test matches. Um, but he did have his his career just so happened that the, the middle of his career occurred. Um, uh, you know, as 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 the Second World War happened, so cricket was cancelled for those six years. Um, and he had so so he he missed six years of his career because because there just weren't any matches. But but you know, Sachin scored I think fifteen thousand runs or something like that. Yeah. It was he's seriously good. He he seriously was good. better than anyone. Um, yeah. and and just in terms of pure run scoring ability as a batsman. Yeah. Unbelievably yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he was fantastic. Uh, the, there was a great story about him on the on the TV uh, the other day, they were doing a profile about him or something. And he, he was involved in a youth tournament under 14s or something. And his team got into the uh, quarterfinals and he made a century, uh, a century is a hundred runs in your, in one innings. He made a century in the quarterfinal, a double century in the semifinal between the semifinal and the final went off, played a quick, local game and scored a century <laughs> came back scored a century in the final yeah his team won and then he went to bat for three hours in the nets afterwards so uh, he was he's, just really fantastic and his commitment um, to the game is spectacular um yeah right bowlers then. so bowlers um again I, i'm usually a man who goes with the stats and, and the numbers but i i'm gonna say actually number Number two on the, the list of all-time test wicket-takers, Shane Warne. Shane Warne. Um, because simply what he could do with the ball, and uh, while Murley was incredibly skilled and, and crafty and, and could turn the ball both ways and yeah. really played spectacularly and, and was a fantastic player for a, a, a country who don't always have the most fantastic yeah. team, Shane Warne was such a key part of that golden era of Australian cricket where they just beat everyone. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, and that, that Australian team is widely regarded as one of the best cricket teams of, of all time. And, and what he could do with that ball. Yeah. And just, he, he could make it hoop all over the place, turn a mile, and he was yeah. a fantastic bowler. Um, yeah. Off the field issues aside, best bowler of all time, I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, my view, my, again, I would usually go, I mean, I, I go with the stats of batsmen, but with bowlers, I don't. I go with feeling. And when you watch them, how how they make you feel. Mine is Michael Holding, um, who is oh, yeah. a West in, fast bowler who's played for the West Indies um, in, 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 in the 70s and 80s. And he was widely regarded as one of the fastest bowlers of all time. So he regularly bowled at sort of 90, 95, uh, almost 100 miles an hour in his career. Um, and they called, his nickname was Whispering Death because he was, he he was that quiet in his run up that you didn't you didn't and in that graceful in his run up that you didn't expect that the ball that he would release out of his arm would come at you at almost a hundred miles an hour, um and and he was seriously good as a bowler um you know he he would just destroy um your wickets you know just 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 with sheer pace you know just how fast the ball was would mean that you couldn't react. And just just destroy the stumps. Um, and and watching him play, you know, watching watching the the videos and the highlights of his games back in the seventies is spectacular. Right. Um, I think actually we might just be out of time now. Uh, but I hope everyone found this very educational. Yeah. 
Um, we didn't actually get around to explaining the LBW rule. Do you want me to? Do I that mean, that, that would be. Uh, I, th I think. I think we'll save that for for another for another but episode. If, yeah. Yeah. If if anyone between these episodes, we we might do a second intro to cricket. Just yeah, I, I think we'll have to because there's still there's still a few questions. So much. We have. But if anyone in between in, in between times wants to know how the LBW law works, message one of us and we'll tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically. But, <laughs> but actually, we're going to keep you hanging on the end and, and give you another chance to send in your questions yeah you i mean i mean so even even today we've had um there's, there's a few questions we haven't been able to get to yeah um, we'll get to those next time and, and yeah we, we, we can only apologize for that and we will get to them um in in, in another episode because we, we will definitely do another intro to cricket episode um in, in, in a few weeks time so we will get to them again for sure yes but thank you everyone for yeah. sending in your questions um and now we just to pose a question to you uh hopefully some newbie listeners um what got you interested in cricket why, why do you want to learn about it yeah why are you listening to two blokes talk about cricket please tell <laughs> us tweet us hashtag to pod as usual yeah facebook uh twitter everything tell us and um if you're lucky we'll read we'll, it we'll out, read out anonymously yeah. if you want on the next episode Definitely. Speaking of the next episode, remember, Maya Bouchier, real life, in the flesh, professional cricketer, talking to us two idiots on this podcast. Yeah, he's giving us the time of day. <laughs> next episode. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you then after day one of the second test between England and the West Indies. So Come stay, on, stay tuned. Um, we will bring you coverage of the second test, the third test, all of the tests against Pakistan. We'll bring you coverage basically of every live cricket match, uh, international match that happens uh, uh, from now till the end of the year, basically. So stay tuned. And hopefully beyond. And, and hopefully um, beyond, yes. We, we do also have plans to, hopefully, if we can, and if we have the time, you know, we're both at university and stuff, um, move into covering a bit more of the women's game as well, because yeah. we are all for all equal opportunities and the women's yeah. game really needs promoting. So yeah. we'll try and cover as much as that of, of that as we can Definitely. as well. Um, hopefully with Maya's help in the future. So yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, we will see you on Thursday.